yeah, time zones. Yeah. Well, because time, well, because I don't have the twenty-four hour clock on, and plus the time zone, so I was way thrown uh -oh. off. Yeah, I love twenty-four hour clock. All right, we're live. Yo, that's what I want to hear. Yo, nice, Yo. nice, nice. Yo. <coughs> we got a forecast this week. Forecast and a forecast. <laughs> Nathan, that game. thanks for hey. joining, uh, joining us. How how you been? Oh, good. Thanks thanks for having me. Oh, oh no, it's out of reach. <laughs> the Morbius Cup. I was going to show it off on the video. <laughs> oh wow! Oh no. <laughs> now we know you watched Morbius. We've been I waiting on that Morbius. gag. I just got. <laughs> Wait, the he cup. didn't. No, he just no. got the cup. That's it. Yeah. The movie theater. I knew they would want to get rid of them, and I was like, "Hey, I'm that sucker. Here's some more dollars." So. Want to get rid of them? However, you did tell us you had to pay a surcharge. Yeah, two yeah. extra bucks, but it, you know, priceless, really, yeah. long term. Mm -hmm. I, I was like hoping this... Leto's face would be on it, but oh well. Is it not? What? No, what it's rip? just kind this of This cup is a ripoff, man. It's just the font, <laughs> and it's kind of glowy. But, yeah. oh, that is glowing. actually... The glowing's all right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from here over kind of the bad webcam, that could be an Avatar 2 cup for all I know. You're right. Oh. It's true. But I'd hope that would have Sam Worthington on it, but we'll find out when I that mean, comes maybe. Out. Yeah, no, that's true. But you know, did, two did bucks. That you were like, drop yet? No, I've been seeing images of something, so. but I, I, I keep it's seeing like, images. I can't tell if that's just people messing around with Photoshop, or if that's just from the first movie. And it's been so long, I don't remember. From what I understand, CinemaCon happened. They did show footage, but you're not allowed to capture any of the footage. But they and they so they released the name of it and a few stills. Okay. Why so. are they being so protective about Avatar? Uh, I mean, that like first one gonna, is one of the like, biggest like movies It's going to be a flop, right? Like, I'm not crazy for thinking this. I hope it's so. going to be a flop, right? I, I really I don't know. So. I, it's it, Cameron does this every time. It's been enough years. Like, it's it's probably going to make $2 billion. Like, that first one. <laughs> like, like, yeah. How long did Avatar 1 hold the record for, for like, most? Until like, Endgame. Yeah, that's right. Like, Until Endgame barely squeaked past it with the re-release. Yeah, so, and yeah. Avatar One is getting a re-release in September, so it's probably going to take it back. Oh my oh god! Man. That that mech pulls out a knife, so maybe I'll go see it again. Unobtainium. <laughs> oh, don't oh, yeah. Giovanni Giovanni oh. Rubisi says that. That's true. Yep. It's a real thing that happens. Anyway, um, John, anything Morbius related going on in your life? Can't really say that there is. Okay, that's fine. How about you, Paul? Unfortunately, no, no. But you have a sick cat. I'm sorry to hear that. I do not have a sick cat. No. Then I'm I'm, well, I'm happy to hear that. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Thanks. Does anyone have a regular sick cat? Scheduled. Yeah, just regular. Yeah, just have a no, cat that's okay. Too many Check snacks on. all at once makes him kind of frantic and he runs around. But that's not that's not his fault. I mean that that happens to me too. That's just yeah, life. same. Too much liver or whatever. Nathan, well, it's definitely the liver that does that to Sean. Nathan, you saw the unbearable weight of massive talent. I did. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, Nicholas Kim Coppola, I think his name was. He was really mm. good in it. Uh, Nick Cage was okay in it, uh, <laughs> but his his counterpart Nikki was was fantastic. Uh, there's there's sort of a golem speaking thing with him. Right. It's yep. it's, it's pretty fun. Pedro Pascal is good. Uh, I guess yeah, I, I liked it. It's it's a very like vain movie, maybe, <laughs> but that's fun. That's fine. He's I like celebrating loved... his own myth 
and mythology. I loved the relationship they both had. Like the bromance there was fun yeah. and infectious. <laughs> yeah, like it's like a he meets his own super fan, and then yep. they go on a weird cartel related adventure. Um, while trying to just make a movie, they just want to get Nick Cage back. Not that he ever went anywhere. And uh, right. they make some amazing callbacks to stuff I've forgotten about, like guarding Tess is like a key thing they talk about. It's this movie with Shirley MacLaine from like 93. Okay. I didn't that I saw on that. one time. It's that bodyguard movie that like Pedro's character talks about how it like was this bonding movie between oh, him and his dad. OK, yeah, yeah. It's just, and they show they show it's some an odd in the pull. movie. Yeah. Cage is reminding himself what it was all about. But yeah. Very meta, very silly, but in a in a fun way. My only like quibble with it is I like the CIA characters and they kind of just throw them away. Like they don't even get to participate in the final moments, like the final act. Yeah, a little weird. But it, it they are just they they're kind of just like a jumping off point to get him to like into the real plot. And then they're just like, let's forget about these guys. Yeah. And they had some fun jokes like Crudes too. a lot of enthusiasm <laughs> for that movie. <laughs> Which that was, was good. I, I like when he's like, yeah, that, I was I did that with Emma Stone. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he meets Tiffany Haddish at the airport, so I was like, oh, yeah, no, thanks. Thanks yep. for enjoying I liked it. the wall gag. Liked it. I thought the wall gag was pretty funny. Wall gag? When, Is that the one from the trailer? Where he's like, where they're like acting out and he's like, I'm, I'm not going to leave you behind. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Yes. Did you know we could okay. just walk around. I think yeah. that's that's right out of the trailer. That I didn't. I'm good. glad I didn't see that trailer. I guess because yeah, that moment completely played. I actually, it's also like, did not. Why is this so dramatic? <laughs> but then well, that was yeah. like the best part of it. Yeah. So well, I, I enjoyed his alternate persona stuff. Like when he gets to talk to himself, that was probably my favorite stuff. But yeah, yeah, I yeah, no, that's true. When he says like Nick freaking Cage, like that's just a great moment for sure. <laughs> He holds that note for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So there's a Nicolas Cage movie like in theaters that people can watch. Me, me and my friend have gotten used to like bad movies on DVD from like a Walmart dump in uh, that he's been putting out the last five, six years. But seeing him on the big screen again was fun. I mean, he I'm, yeah, pig. I, I watched Wally's Wonderland. I'm going to say that was great. I'm, I yep. watched that in theaters. So, yep. Oh, I saw that at home. I kind of. Yeah. Specialty theaters aside, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah, like I saw Prisoners of the Ghostland, but that wasn't yeah. amazing. That was <laughs> not so. amazing. No, no. <laughs> but he does shout, "I'm radioactive!" at one point. Oh yeah, so, so not all bad. Not no, all he bad. had some fun moments in that too. But this was this is more concentrated good energy. <clears throat> yes. So, yeah. Yeah. John, did you watch that recently? Uh, yeah, like Tuesday. What did you think of that? Nice. I know Paul's a big fan. That was incredibly entertaining. Yeah. What a, what a fun time that was. Nick is definitely the best part of that movie. And honestly, they didn't even have to put in the rest of the plot. They could have just had it be him doing that for the entire time frame. And I would have been just as happy. I couldn't tell you how many like other people are in it except the cop. Like, I don't know how many <laughs> teenagers there were or other characters. <laughs> uh, four teenagers and then the actual one that matters. Uh, okay. Then the two go in the room and fuck because they're idiots and they have to buy just a horror plot mandate. Classic horror movie. Yep. yep. Yeah. One hides and gets betrayed and the other gets like Sonya like knee flip from Mortal Kombat to death. Basically. <laughs> okay. I mean, I haven't seen this one yet, so don't spoil this for me. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> oh, gee, I thought you already had. Sorry. No, it's on the list. The list is long. He that man works. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I yeah. will tell you right now. Uh, it was hilarious. It's a definitely it's a dark comedy. It's a black comedy. Sure. Was, that's the best way to describe that movie. Yep. It was, but it was exactly what me and my buddy G wanted. We watched it, laughed our asses off the entire time. Nick Cage was the best part of that movie. But uh, yeah, no, it was great. Nice. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, we could probably just like end the podcast there as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we I talked mean, about I'm the important yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, we could also talk about some video games, I guess. Top down perspective. No, I'm I'm excited about some of these video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's I'm I'm glad to hear that uh, because I'm Sean Booker, I'm Paul Fleck, I'm John Wheeler, I'm Nathan Rohr. and let's let's start with you, Nathan. What have you been playing? All right, well, uh, Enter the Matrix. I'm I'm sure like all of us got nice. super psyched about the Matrix again after that sick sequel in December. I did, I did see it. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas yeah, I saw time it as well. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but it made me like realize I didn't have it and uh, go back. I love that it's canon with a big budget movie because it's such a janky game. (laughs) Like it's it's really buggy rushed to be put out, but it's that's that happened. That happened in the Matrix universe. Right. It's the story. It goes alongside two, right? Yeah, it goes alongside Reloaded and there's kind of the other half of some scenes that intersect here and there. Uh, I enjoy that game. I can't say anyone who doesn't really have nostalgia for the Matrix should ever go back and look at it. It's pretty bad. I remember liking this when it came out. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, most people did. But I also yeah, like it's got some weird third third person jank from like that era, like the 2002 3D game era. Mm-hmm. yeah i haven't revisited it so i some can pretty terrible see that. checkpoints too and like really arbitrary stuff where it's just like your health refills if you hide behind something unless it's yeah. a boss battle and then you just need to really plan everything totally differently so there was definitely some mm. hard stops here and there which is like all right this helicopter's just murdering me i'm gonna go to bed and deal with this later <laughs> yeah uh, and was, then figure it out what was the more like Path well-received matrix game like the, the, there's only two oh there's sorry there's three because there was matrix online that's what i was the matrix path of neo i think is the one you're thinking of i was th- thinking of matrix online was that more well regarded that was I, I mean it was well liked from what i heard yeah. yeah and it also had canonical stuff yeah. like important yeah. stuff that actually comes up in resurrections which was fun to look at um but yeah like all of it's just woven into the larger matrix fabric i guess but it was a nice portal back to that era of gaming and hooking up the Xbox again. Uh, so that led me to play Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords. Uh, okay. Which okay. I'm enjoying quite a bit. I mean, it's sort of in that like precursor to Mass Effect type stuff. It's a sequel to a Bioware sure. game that was sort of the forerunner of that stuff. Obsidian yeah. had like 15 months to make this game. And it kind of shows here and there. It's kind of ugly. And sort of bottles you up a lot. Like It's just like, you are here now. And your ship got stolen from the impound lot, so you can't leave. You just need to do some quests here for a while. Uh, but overall, I'm still really enjoying it. It's It seems pretty well written. A lot of conflicting like uh, factions that you're doing quests for and running into little moral decisions. Got some dark side points by accident several times today. Uh, I, I, I Apparently, I'm a slave owner now, and I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want mm. that to happen. I mean, they all say that, though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 
So she's dancing in the cantina earning money for me. I thought I could set her free or she'd join my party, but none of that was available. So it's just like, well, at least you don't have these terrible owners, I guess. I'm sorry. No, I'm the friendly Uh, one. Come on. I'm the one with the smile. I'm the friendly one. Yeah. Really thrown. I paused for a while after that and was just like, should I load a save? Like, I have to play this bad card game again to do that. (laughs) <laughs> but it's there's basically blackjack space blackjack in that game uh but i don't know it's it's probably the worst version to go back and play it is allegedly the buggiest and the community for that game has like fixed that game and made it way better on pc but i just sure. love a gamepad i don't i'm dumb for game pads does so. it not have controller support on pc well it won't have original xbox controller support <laughs> that's okay. why i enjoy i mean you can just get a converter for that I guess so. I'm I'm well in at this point. It's too late now. I'm just going to deal with the frame rate and the wonky sitting animations and stuff that's been happening. I think Uh, Microsoft put out a like Xbox One controller that feels and is shaped and modeled like an original Xbox controller, but it has all the buttons you would need for an Xbox One and it works with modern hardware. Okay. Mm. That was definitely something I was not expecting with the Enter the Matrix is like the black button is shoot. Just, oh, I was like yeah. pressing oh, R, pressing A, just like, what is going on? And it's like, no, no, dude, it's this tiny little button on the right side below the like buttons. The face like, buttons. Why would you map this? There? Well, it's because the Duke wasn't like that. That's why. The Duke used to have six, all six lined up. Oh, so it'd be in a more convenient place. But yeah. Yeah. No, it was just weird. And then eventually I got so used to that that when I popped in Path of Neo, I was like, this is weird. RT is shoot. Oh, you did play, play Path of Neo. Nice. I played a little bit of it. I, I'm interested in playing more of it, but I was matrixed out at that point after having yeah. just finished a game. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to ask about that because I've heard the ending for that game is kind of bonkers. So I'm curious. Yeah, there's apparently a weird alternate fight or something. I'm, I'm curious to get to that point at some point. Uh, but yeah. And then this whole era kind of made me like think about Burnout Revenge, uh, which is from <laughs> yeah. that time frame. But I knew there was a 360 version and I've always kind of been upset at how expensive it was used. But then I remembered Xbox Games on Demand exists and it's only $12.99 that way. So I bought that and it's like fundamentally burnout, but it's very like bite sizey and kicks you back to menus a lot. Or as I've gotten used to the paradise way of you're kind of oh, yeah. always in. Yeah. So I probably still prefer that, but it's still it's still pretty fun. Uh, probably the hardest thing to go back to, though, is like that era of like new metal and like all the music <laughs> they put in there. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I still love that soundtrack. I'm just skipping a lot. of. It's like, okay, there's a Chemical Brothers song. I'll listen to that again, I guess, while I'm doing this. But then during the crash mode, they just have a default track and you can't change it. You just have to have that. Uh, Yeah, I never got that. So, yeah. But it's it seemed like a good value. The achievements are stingy. Like they are like early launch era achievements. I have got they knew kind of what to do with achievements. Yeah, at least half of them seem to be online related, so I'll probably never see those ever. Uh, And then the others are just like, do get perfect on every event in this category and you'll get 20 points or something. It's like, all right, I'll get there eventually, maybe. But I have gotten zero in like eight hours of play. So sure, that's how it used to be. Uh, And then the weird thing that was eating up a lot of time over the past couple weeks was Dragon's Dogma. I revisited this as well actually oh good (laughs) how are you enjoying the adventure so i fell i tried this back when it came out 
a long, long time ago, and I hated it. Um, and then I tried it again about maybe four years ago, and I got into it, but other things came out, and I kind of put it on the back burner. Okay. Revisiting it now, it's like it's interesting in a lot of ways, but it plays like an old shitty game that's hard to get used to in a lot of ways as well. Yeah, my kind of word for it was like it's kind of arcadey or something. It's really mashy and like weird combat. You're just kind of smashing buttons a lot as your dude and your pawns <laughs> fight giant monsters. But there's cool uh, ideas where you can grab onto anything and like you're supposed to actually jump and grab onto the monsters to hit their weak points with like. Yeah, there's like a sort of mini things. Shadow of the Colossus like climbing on the creature, but it looks super weird, which is kind of charming. But yeah, yeah, there's some really great ideas in a shitty like game play thing wrapped in there. There's some cool stuff, though. <laughs> my my biggest like headache with it is it'll just fail quests at weird arbitrary times like or, yeah, or but those quests don't matter. Those are just time based like things you can do for extra money from the board. Well, there there was one side quest in particular where it involves this witch in this forest and this yeah. golem is supposed to wake up and all this stuff. But I had already gone to the capital city to turn yeah. in the Hydra head. And it's just like, yeah. what's going on? How do I get these bay leaves? And it's like, oh, you can never get those in this playthrough because you didn't go here before you went this other place. Like, it's yeah. just a weird way to structure that. Like a Skyrim yeah. would have like seven ways you can plug into a quest depending on what part of it you found. This is just yeah. like, no, no, there's one NPC outside of this village before this threshold. If you don't talk to them, forget it. So that stuff kind of sucks. Like if you're looking for achievements or anything, I've already failed out of a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't care about achievements at all. So, yeah, sure. Uh, but I think my favorite thing about it is the pawn system, like coming out of Dark yeah. Souls 3. It's just like I have all these weird chatty characters hanging out with me, just constantly keeping me company as I go on adventures. Uh, so it's like, oh, it's like Lord of the Rings. I got my own Gimli and Legolas here with me, and we're going to climb up this, you know, Cyclops and cut his head. And so they won't I, shut up about what its weakness being fire, like over and over again. My favorite shout for them is just like, human bones that move on their own. Like, they're yeah. always amazed that there's a skeleton <laughs> fighting them. Yeah. So, 40 yeah. hours in, like, they're still just so impressed <laughs> with this this monster. So, it, I don't know. It's, or, or they'll pick up woman. terrible stuff, like moldy pumpkins that I didn't want to pick up. It'll just be like, oh, this is interesting. And then it goes into their inventory. <laughs> yeah. It's like I an actual know. child. Kinda, yeah, no, yeah. they're really silly characters to have hang out with you, but it's that makes it a little bit different anyway. I'm at a weird kind of juncture, like sort of like Monster Hunter World. There's like credits once you beat the thing, but then yeah. there's a real ending when you do some more things. So I'm between endings, I guess. I don't know is the it, true nature of everything. But is I this because the of the Dark Arisen thing? Because Dark Arisen uh, was additional content. I accidentally yeah. went there like really early in the game and like a oh. wolf killed me like it was nothing yeah. one bite. And it's like, oh, I guess that's a level 50 wolf. I'll come back later. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I ha I've put that on the side. But yeah, I'm kind of after I fought the dragon, got the dragon's dogma. <laughs> it's in my inventory. But now there's there's a whole other thing I need to do. So I've, I've kind of been waiting on that. I did unceremoniously lose a like pawn i'd adventured with for like 30 hours they just like fell or something and i didn't notice it and they were just that gone. sucks so, that sucks yeah 
It's like, where oh, where was Raywin? What happened? And it's like, that's no, like I'm gone. and then the servers were janked out, so I couldn't like see who I previously adventured with. Anyway. That's like some um journey shit where you're like, the same person for a while and they're just gone. It's like I can't keep playing without you know yeah. sweaty balls 420. That was my A little dude. bit, yeah. <laughs> I was sort of bummed out that I lost this random NPC that I'd been hanging out with. But yeah, it's kind of like an asynchronous multiplayer thing. You're basically playing with a bot someone else created and yeah. dressed up and stuff. So yeah, kind of so neat, kind of janky. That, um, but where do you land on the anime? There's a dragon song my anime coming yeah. out. It's on Netflix, I believe. Yeah. Oh, man. I <laughs> sort of baffled because it's a weird fantasy world, I guess. But I don't, like it kind of just reminds me of that movie Dragon Heart. Like a dragon literally steals your heart at the beginning and you're linked to it and all this. So I don't know what new angle they can find, but I, well, I don't know all the secrets of the Everfall. Yeah. I'll, I'll beat it for real and then see if I'm intrigued by this anime. <laughs> Paul, Odd did you look choice. up the anime? No, I couldn't care less. Okay. Capcom, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's the most recent game I played. Came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> What's baffling to me is that it plays kind of like a game from the early 2000s. Came out in 2012 after things like Demons and Dark Souls have come out and kind of like shown maybe how you should do like a fantasy no yeah the the mashy combat was like early ps2 or something (laughs) but it's like it feels way earlier it feels earlier than it is (laughs) yeah no it's an odd mix of things but i overall found it kind of funny and just a different change of pace from the bleak world of souls it's like super fun i like the combat and mechanics in it a lot actually i think Mm -hmm. it's super fun Oh, I've been juggling jobs a lot, too, to, like, learn new skills and stuff, which is kind of fun. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's my lineup of games. Uh, Yeah. John, what have you been playing? Finally finished Elden Ring. Wow. Nice. Nice. Finally free. That end boss is terrible. Uh... There's yeah, no kinda. way we can talk about it without spoiling it, but it's a bad boss fight after like some decent ones. <laughs> Dude, there's just the, that last quarter of the game just kind of blows. Oh, I disagree. I think the last three bosses, the last one itself is bad. The other two are some of my favorite in that game. Uh, there's no way to talk about it. I'm in the mountains. Yeah, that's the problem because I'm just like I can think of like you didn't find that part at the end of Zula stupid but it's like yeah we can't have this discussion without it being on <laughs> on cast oh no that's one of my favorites Malaketh is who you mean oh that's no I mean the, the fact that that the fight's guarded by that fucking giant ass horseman before you get there why is this no- yes. enemy that's normally a no. boss guarding a even worse boss no you're right that NPC that was is stupid I'm like bullshit. what is happening here like Reese that's and I true. are playing it I get wiped like a dozen times I'm like this is so stupid and then we get to the boss like oh it's this character oh shit he was that character oh fuck this fight's gonna suck and yeah. that's that's just like the the roller coaster we went through. And then I went it, and fought Melania and Jesus <laughs> Christ, that was terrible. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yep. I've heard a lot about Melania. Yeah. That, I have opinions, but my opinion currently overall is I had a good time, but I'm never playing another Souls game again. <laughs> yeah. Aww. That's fair. Yeah, no. But that Brandon basically, Sanderson. 
But like most of the stuff I liked about Elden Ring apparently isn't common in the other games. So it's like, okay, cool. The experience I had here and liked isn't normal. So uh, I guess I'll wait for Elden Ring 2 and then maybe try it again. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. Going forward, they've figured something out maybe. But yeah. That Millennia fight is hilarious. Oh, my God. Why does the she only heal reason- off of a block? It's not even that. It's She has the one move, man. And the one time I beat it, it's because she didn't do that move. Every other Dude, time I- she did it, and every other time she like one shot me i i didn't even take my mage to that fight i took my melee character and then like on my yeah my like third attempt or fourth attempt i got the phase two i'm like oh man okay this maybe this is doable nope yeah so dumb that fight is so cool and so bad it's like yes. the worst fight in the game because they broke percent, it. it's like the most like beautiful looking fight it's so fucking cool but god damn it they ruined it <laughs> mechanically yeah. yeah i agree yeah paul and i will have discussions off cast but yeah i'm i'm free <laughs> so i can play other things which is why tonight i played sea of thieves <laughs> okay hell yeah yeah so a friend was just like yo uh, you want to play like i play sea of thieves a lot you want you want to learn how to play i'm like yeah sure so mm-hmm. i hopped in with them they did me like a little crash course for like an hour uh interesting game we yeah. is this my the first time you played sea of thieves first time installed okay. today sea of thieves is uh, weird because it's like it is part management sim part like make your own adventure but there is some like written stuff in yeah. there like it, it, it's weird like he gave me the the crash course <laughs> i learned like the default stuff to do and then the first building we went to our ship got shot at as like after we were inside the base because another group showed up yeah, and yeah. then he literally parlayed with them to make them not like steal all of our stuff. And then because uh, they were like, oh, I got a new player here. He wants to learn how to play. It's like, OK. And then they still kind of mess with us. So they they shot a TNT barrel to kind of <laughs> test our resolve, as they said it. But by doing that, they sunk their own ship. So then uh, <laughs> we had to like bring them on our ship. I had to get their treasure, put it on. And then we gave them a ride back to like a base, gave them Ow. some treasure it was just like this weird experience. I'm like, this is so I don't think I've ever played a game like this, like had an experience like this. That sounds like a good yeah. multiplayer time. My favorite thing about Sea of Thieves is when you break out your instrument, everyone plays the together. shanties. Totally, dude. I love that. There's like a ton of different instruments. As soon as I saw a banjo, I'm like, OK, maybe maybe I'll give this another try later. Yep. Uh, I yeah. Also, did you ever die? Oh, yeah. No, on purpose. My my friend was like, yo, uh, can you shoot him so he can see what the afterlife looks like? Because that thing's so, yeah, that's a cool like yeah. first surprise when that first happens. Yeah. Suddenly did you did ship. you get blown out of a, a cannon? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so they did all the stuff Mer- for you. Like mermaid yeah. yep. brought me back. Yeah, I, I feel like I've had like the core experience of that. I don't think I was super digging the combat, but like his yeah. his net was kicking. It was having some issues, so that might have been part of it. I, I would agree the, the combat's not great. It's like weirdly mashy with like not a lot of like good feeling to it. It's yeah, it's a game that's like there's like no feedback, really. It I really do feel like on, on paper, it sounds super cool. And the, the multiplayer aspect of it is super cool. But I kind of just don't like playing it like anytime I'm doing yeah. like their missions like they're so, you know, pu- no pun intended, but like these watered down missions that just kind of aren't very fun. Yeah. Um, it really is just kind of interacting with other people and making your own fun is kind of the real draw there. It's very sandboxy, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, it seemed neat. I'll probably play with them again at some point. And I know I got a bunch of streamer friends that want to do get a group together, so maybe we'll do that at some point too. Who knows? Did you fight a Kraken? No. Okay, that's fun. That's a fun thing to do. I, I did the tutorial, which you watch a Kraken take down a boat you're shooting at, so which, that was kind of neat. Cool. Right on. Uh, Paul, what have you been playing? Uh, I finished up Kirby, so that's done. Uh, that post-game content is more interesting in like their enemy placements and the things they ask you to do, but it's definitely just a, like we're throwing more a bunch of collectibles you need to collect to see the true ending or whatever, and you're going to revisit places you've visited. It was fine. It's like a victory lap type thing where you're collecting stuff and it's a little bit more challenging. Uh, and that end boss is not as good as the main story end boss, but that's okay. 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 Uh, I've been Rogue Legacy 2 finally hit 1.0, so I jumped back into that pretty full bore. And I that's also picked been this up. My life. Yeah. Uh, the best thing about it is that the weekend I binged the early access when that released carried over. So I had like almost 100,000 gold just waiting for me to like upgrade the castle right away from when I played a whole bunch of it. The kind of bad thing is that it also saved the fact that I beat the only area that existed back then. So, like, I didn't get to redo the boss for the first time or any of that stuff again. Uh, I just kind of started back where I left off, but that's all right. Um, there are a lot of classes <laughs> in this game. There are just a crazy amount of them, and uh, they're all good. Like, the cook has become one of my favorites, mainly because... The frying pan thing you can knock back uh, projectiles with. And then if you hit an enemy with it, your next hit is a crit. So there's some good stuff you can do there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just more Rogue Legacy. But it's been kind of fun jumping back into that sort of thing. We did Rogue Legacy for TDP Plus, right? Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you feel like it's a worthy successor? Absolutely. Yeah, it's so cool. good. It's very, Does very it good. Does it look the same or is it no. better? Visually? It's better, but it's a it's the same type of art style, if that makes sense, but like better animation and quality okay. for sure. Yeah. I also, from what I was hearing, this one is kind of more Metroidvania-esque, like you're getting spe like specific power-ups that you need to like access stuff. Yeah, so the different biomes, whatever you want to call them, like the different areas are you are separated by a thing you need to get to be able to cross it so like the first one from the first area to the second now you don't just kind of like traverse to it you need an item that allows you to do one of those slashing jumps off of a certain like certain sconces and certain attacks and stuff like that and the reason for that is because there are enemies later on down the road that will only be damaged if you have that ability so they kind of lock a bunch of places off like that, which definitely makes it feel less open, which I guess could be a criticism for the game. But I don't know, like you're not going to be doing the thing anymore where you pick the minor class and then just jump to like the fourth biome and just like get gold or whatever, really, because you kind of can't really go into those areas without just being absolutely murdered or even get into them without certain items so there's that's kind of a bummer but they also yeah i don't know they also give you more things that you can do in the smaller areas and you don't feel like you need to be more open with it if that makes sense 
like it's, it's still a randomly assembled dungeons randomly assembled dungeons but different like obstacle types that you can't deal with if you don't have a thing kinda. yeah there's like different areas or whatever and another way to offset it now is that you can find a character at some point that you can buy the like teleport to the start of those other areas so it's no longer you have to lock the castle down every time if you want to continue it's if you found this character and pay whatever they want or whatever you can just shortcut directly to like area two or three or whatever uh so you can actually progress it's not just a slog through the first few areas every time okay is this only on pc right now or what's the and I know it's I definitely it's on, on Xbox. Okay. And Xbox, yeah. Because I know, yeah, because it was still early access till like, what, last week? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't. I think yeah. it's on other consoles, too, but I just know because I, I picked it up on Xbox. Okay. And I know it was having, like, a, uh, um, a launch discount launch of, like, discount. 20%. So, if it, you know, if you're interested, now might be the time to jump on it to save a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's good. And then, of course, I jump back into Bug Snacks for the Isle of Big Snacks. I accidentally typoed in the. Oh, thing. yeah. I thought this the was DLC. a new game or something. I was like, Isle of Bug Snacks. It's the sequel. How no. big are the, are the big snacks? So they're moderately big. It depends which ones you're talking about. They're not I'm talking like, about Bunger. Uh, I mean, they're not like Kaiju big. They're just. They're as big as you maybe like a bit bigger so yeah i don't know that's a little bit disappointing uh i guess the disappointing thing though is that that mechanic kind of sucks <laughs> like oh, really? because you can't catch the big snacks the big bug snacks uh you have to do a thing where you have to get an item that you like throw at them to make them small and then you can catch them but they only stay small for a certain amount of time and that item only is like when you pick it up, it only lasts for a certain amount of time. So it just added like a time limit for you to do puzzle out how to catch stuff. And then it just kind of sucks. I, I feel like time limit to puzzle stuff out was kind of how you caught all of them in, in some way. Like I need to freeze this one and while it's frozen, I can get it. But, you know, the freeze only lasted a, a, like 10 seconds. Sure. But what if you couldn't freeze it until you did this other thing? So now there's another time limit on you being even able to start the process of. Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't I, know. I want like a it's kaiju okay. bunger. I want it to when it says bunger, yeah. the ground to shake. Yeah, no, they're not that big. That's oh, the problem. Man. That's that's <laughs> they, disappointing, honestly. Yeah, they didn't go full board like, do you hear that? That's like, what is that? Oh, my God, it's a bunger over the trees. It's like, no, it's a bunger, like maybe human size down there. Okay. Like, that's, I mean, that's better shit. than nothing. Well, I'll take what I can get. No, yeah. My question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. My question to you, Paul, is do you feel the DLC was worth it since it's like what? It's been two years since Bugsnax came out. I mean, for it being free, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I guess that's it is, true. It is a free update. But uh, yeah, I, I think I was more impressed with the fact that they updated. They've updated the game since then a few times as well, where they give you a hut and you can like if you're if you play the game now, when you're doing quests for people, you're also getting like decorations and stuff you can put in your little hut. And I found like that stuff was more substantial. Than that, that was in the Isle of Bugsnax DLC. Oh, was that, that was all the, just that added? That was in the trailer there? for it. 
Yeah. Okay. That stuff is, I think, more substantial, weirdly, for like people experiencing this for the first time. I don't want you to get into spoilers, but how do you feel they handle the story stuff? Uh, it doesn't have any effect. Like, not at all. Because I had heard it does kind of go back into the story a bit. This is encro. This is encroached into the main game. Like, this isn't after or prequel or or anything right this is just another quest you can do and uh they make like some mentions of like well there's like corpses of grumses here like maybe this is where they try to get away from something or like they make slight allusions to some things but they don't do anything with it because theoretically if you're a first-time player you should be able to do this without knowing the end sure yeah that ending is messed up, man. Uh, there is yep. some character development stuff going on where characters that hate each other kind of like find even ground. Specifically, I don't remember their names. Uh, the sci- One of the scientist ones and the hippie lady, Shelda, I think is her name, okay. uh, who I just absolutely can't fucking stand. They hate each other because one of them's a hippie and like believing in mother nature and stuff. And the other is a scientist because cliches. And then like in this, they learn to like see from each other's point of view. So there is like character stuff in there. I just could not be. I could not care less. Is the like <laughs> is the workout one. Is he featured in this DLC? Because he's the best. one. Yeah, he, he has he's, some yeah, decent bro, stuff in there. Uh, okay. Chadlow. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to remember it. He he has some important character growth as well, uh, especially with like his relationship, especially with, with his muscles. No, mm-hmm. not okay. that. <laughs> I can't remember his. So they all you go to the island with like four of them or something, and they all kind of have a small quest line of something they want to accomplish here. His thing is he wants to see if he can like become big like one of the big bug snacks <laughs> hell yeah that sounds <laughs> that's, exactly like chad low and that's fantastic and then when right. you, you might have won ver- me back on this dlc <laughs> then when you very early find out that like nah you probably can't he's just his quests after that are just let's play let's shoot some hoops together for a while <laughs> <laughs> all right sure he really that's is great. the best character out of them all holy shit <laughs> Yeah. So I guess as the only person who hasn't played Bug Snacks here, does this make it better? Like flesh out the game, make it like more No, but it doesn't make it worse. Okay. It's just it's just more. Yeah, and I'm assuming that these quests are also totally optional if you didn't want to do that. A hundred percent optional. Yes, a hundred percent optional. Yeah, I think they even said in the trailer, like, hey, if you've already beaten this game, like Loading up your save will put you right at the point to just start the DLC. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's true. Uh, so it, it didn't sync right away for me. So when I reinstalled the game, I didn't have my save right away and I was freaking out a little bit because you have to play a substantial amount of the game to get to the point otherwise that you can do it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't right. You need play. to like collect all the, the people first. You need to build Snacksburg, essentially, yeah. or at least the very base of it and yeah fuck doing that again just to see some dlc it's about three hours long also if uh, you're taking your time through it so it's pretty feel it's worth going back to if you've beaten the game i kind of like just being 
in that world because I play a lot of like really like dour, dire shit a lot of the time. So sometimes it's fun to be just, just to like a really big bunger. Just to like catch a weird moving apple or something with eyes with a bunch of stupid Muppets. Like sometimes it's just nice to be not fighting for your life. Sometimes it's nice to just shoot hoops <laughs> with this muscle bound Muppet guy. Well, that's that's maybe one of the worst parts just because the physics feel bad. Not because of the situation, but like it's not throwing fault. stuff feels kind of shit. It's not Chadler's <laughs> fault. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Cool. Um, I played or I'm playing the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition. Nice. Is this worth going back into that game for? I Yes. Okay. So I'm going to I'm not going to give spoilers because it's it's almost kind of hard to talk about what this is. First off, if you don't know what Stanley Parable is, it's a game that came out in 2013 that's kind of all yeah. about like meta humor and like the concept of choice in video games and it's all about like there's a really great narrator, great voice acting, lots of fun jokes and your whole gameplay is kind of subverting how a typical game would work or what the narrator is saying just to kind of see like, well, the narrator is telling me to go through the door on the left, but if I go through the door on the right, what'll happen? Oh, they did record a whole section of lines for if I did that and just yeah. kind of discovering like, what can I do to mess up this game? Um, so when you do enter the game, it does ask you, did you play the Stanley parable before? If you okay. say no, you don't get access to any of the new content until you've played a significant amount of the Stanley parable. If you oh, stay, yes, okay. you have to do like two, maybe three runs of whatever length you want before. How important is your memory of? So I played the Stanley parable when it came out. I don't remember shit about it. So should I say no if I bought this? I, or think, I remember like a handful of gags, but yeah, yeah that's it. Maybe there's stuff I didn't see. Yeah. Ever, so so. Uh, it sounds like you're both in the exact same boat I did. I was not somebody who like got all the endings, found no. all the like crazy collectible yada yadas, did everything. I didn't sit there for four hours playing the baby mini game that eventually right. they had a dog. So you can't just strap your controller down. You have to actually be playing for four hours straight. Um, I played some minutes of the baby. game, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So. I think you're fine because because even if you say yes, which I did, you do have to still play a couple runs of it before okay. a door will just open. That's with bright lights to say like mm -hmm. new content this way. Um, okay. So in those runs, you know, you'll play for at most maybe an hour before you get to the new content. That's that's even kind of probably a bit generous. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Is you'll kind of just pick up on like, oh, yes, I remember this game. Yeah. Is this a patch for Stanley Parable or like an upgrade? It's new standalone. It's a I new standalone. Studio even built it. Yeah. It, um, oh. Okay. I believe the guy is still tied to it though. It's the same narrator, and what's pretty great is the narrator sounds exactly the same. So just like kudos, kudos on them for like getting making making just the audio recordings match perfectly. Because like as someone who deals yeah. with a lot of like audio setups. That's impressive, that, yeah. From from these are like nine years apart. That's just impressive because it's such a good sounding narrator they got. And he doesn't I was it's kind of wondering, like, is this guy gonna sound like a decade older? And no, it just it sounds like a continuation. So you know, so you're you're playing it, you're playing Stanley Parable, and you're like, Oh, I am remembering some of this. I'm supposed to click on this door like a hundred times because there's the whole achievement gag and it's gonna make me run around and yada yada. So you'll 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 get caught up pretty quick. 
and then it says okay. the new content. And I don't want to get too much into the new content, but right. the new content is it's good. It's more of a kind of reflection on what the Stanley parable was and what it was to like broader games. So it's a lot of it's a lot of like meta thing looking sure. back on what the Stanley parable kind of did in the game. I don't want to say like in the game industry because it wasn't like a huge thing. But like, he, for example, they talk about like the Steam reviews of it in one part and stuff mm. like that. And then they okay. make a bunch of jokes on stuff like that. And then. And and then it evolves so further. They, it evolves further into something kind of something a little bit different. And then it and then it changes after that. And they start putting you stuff back into the Stanley parable so that the Stanley parable is now different than you remember it. Interesting. So okay. it's what I'm trying to say is this is not a port of the Stanley parable. If yeah. you if you are playing the new content. Okay. So you you shouldn't go into Good. this thinking, oh, I played that. I don't need to play this one because it's just this game with like higher resolution textures on the Xbox. It's also on the Xbox now. Um, and they like call that out in the narration <laughs> uh, at, at one point. At least I'm playing on the Xbox. Maybe on the PC they don't. It's also worth noting if you own the Stanley Parable on Steam, you can get this one for like significantly discounted. Oh, sure. someone in chat said it was like 30% off. Yeah. Um, otherwise it is typically 25 American is the, the default price. Um, yeah, I don't really want to say too much more about it. It's, I think it's cool. And I think Stanley Parable is one of the funnier video games ever. And this is more of that. And it does some fun stuff with, with its concept again. Okay. I'm glad that you mentioned that it's like not just support because I honestly kind of thought, oh, I played that. like I am that guy that looked at it and like, yeah, I played that. OK, cool. Oh, it really isn't. OK, like you're in for a treat. Just make sure you say, yes, I have played the Stanley Parable and you'll be fine. If you're listening to this, though, however, and you haven't played the Stanley Parable, I you really shouldn't skip to the new content. Stanley Parable on its own is fantastic and it is worth playing that for a few hours before they let you in. Because I think you'll be yeah. missing out on kind of why this, the the new stuff is as interesting as it would be if you don't have any kind of experience with the Stanley Parable. I still got to load up the original to get that five year achievement or whatever. This so. this one has a 10 year achievement. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> it also has play for the entirety of a Tuesday. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um. So enjoy doing after that, that then, because yep. I got some free Tuesdays. So okay. um, another small game. This is on mobile. It's actually also on Steam. Not words, not spelt like like string tying knots. So with a K. Uh, it is right. free on mobile platforms. Otherwise, it is 12 bucks on Steam. The mobile version also has the option to pay a five dollar subscription or just pay twelve dollars to get everything. Um, if you're playing the free version like I am. You get like a subset of puzzles each month, whereas if you get the paid version, you get like triple the amount of puzzles each month. This is like crosswords mixed with like some anagram kind of stuff. It's it's a little hard to explain, but think of like a crossword puzzle. And instead of the definitions of words being the clue, there's an anagram in the corner of like a subset of 
the crossword so you know okay within these three boxes it's going to require these three letters in some configuration and then by like process of elimination you're like okay well i know over here you can't start this word with a g so it's going to be one of these two and, and you're kind of hinting it out that way it is it, it's a little hard to explain if you like games like wordle spell tower if you like zach gages you know design philosophy when it comes it, to it's mobile intuitive games. when you're looking at it though yeah like, and there's a really readily. good how to play um okay so you know like i said yeah if you like word games and puzzle games maybe check it out again that's not words with a k uh, all one word and it's free on uh on mobile platforms or uh it is on steam if you'd prefer that uh, oh this last is cool. game I'm i played the is halo infinite's multiplayer season two launched uh oh so cool new- New battle pass. I picked it up. Uh, gotta get gotta get that clippy, e- like uh, emote uh, for my Spartan well, oh, banner. Like there's Microsoft oh, no. jokes in there. Yep. Oh no. So I want that one at some point. Um, the so the new stuff, which is kind of exciting. There's a bunch of new modes. The big one is called like Last Spartan Standing, which is basically gun game. Um, okay. And, but each person has five lives. Uh, and for those who don't know gun game, you st- everyone starts with like the bottom tier weapons. And as you get kills and points with them, you can upgrade to better weapons and whatnot. And it, you, every, as people are losing lives, it goes down to fewer and fewer players. It's like a game of think of 12 people at once. But what's really cool is the map is like a big team battle map. Um, big team battle being the like huge maps in Halo Infinite's multiplayer where there's like 24 Spartans running around and, and just being obnoxious and whatnot. Um, so they added a few new maps that are, are really cool and I'm liking quite a bit. Uh, there's a few other new modes uh, that I haven't played as much of because a lot of them are solo. Like you can't go in there with a group and a lot of my Halo multiplayer I play with like a, a buddy in my party. Uh, so I haven't played a ton of the stuff, but I did play a good chunk of uh, Last Spartan Standing and I'm just I'm just saying that I like that mode. So Halo is still good. What's the, the general uh, verdict? Oh, sorry. Uh, it, did the co-op ever come out? The campaign co-op, co-op is not out yet. No, nope. I think that's planned for this summer. <clears throat> Was the general verdict on Infinite like pretty positive? I only see like a angry Reddit community is my only way to ever see this. <laughs> but there's a community, so they're still invested. But they're yeah, I, be- I believe it was changes. pretty positive. I know I re- quite enjoyed it. Paul, you liked it quite a bit. Too, yeah, me and Sean both campaign. liked it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I definitely. And that's all like, that matters. <laughs> It's also like on Game Pass, so you could play it for five bucks. Oh, OK. Yeah. So like the campaign and everything, not yep. just the multiplayer. Yeah. The, well, the multiplayer is free, free. So you could just play that. Yeah. The just campaign. I wish listed on Steam and I was like, hey, you could just play this. It's like, I know. But like for real, how much is the get on board cost? But I mean, I think the fo- Pass, I think I if you want to buy the way. game, you could spend sixty dollars or whatever. That is in Canadian the equivalent money. is in yeah. Canadian. <laughs> but you could yeah. just subscribe for a month of Game Pass and get access to everything. Okay. So. Halo's good. I like it. Yeah. That show. I stopped watching the show. That show is so boring. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I watched I episode didn't four. It didn't come out yet. I thought there was still time before that came out. Oh, there's like yeah, six it's unfortunately yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, they're done, I think, this week. I, uh, Did I watched Blancamp have anything to do with it in the very end? I don't think so. Produce it or anything? Okay. Peter I Jackson? So. I don't okay. think so. Weta. Anyway, I watched the fourth episode and I was like, I think I'm done with this. This is not enjoyable anymore. 
I've heard Ford's rumors. Mark in a TV show. Yeah, I've heard rumors that together. the latest episode is uh, a little more less boring. But man, I'm I'd have to watch three episodes in a row to catch up, and yeah. that seems like real bad time. Yeah, no, thank <laughs> you. A little too late. Yeah, yeah. It's probably no Dragon's Dogma by the sound of it. Yeah, probably. But not. what is? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah true. exactly. Yeah. I mean, he stole your heart. It's just dramatic. It's awesome. Um, let's do some news. The biggest news this week was that Square Enix sold off pretty much all of its North America division. That's crazy. I forgot that this was this week. The the craziest thing about this is so they sold it to the Embracer Group, which owns, I don't know, half of video games at this point. A lot of shit. Yeah, Yeah. like it's pretty insane. Um, They sold off all of their North America division, except uh, sorry, except for um, IPs that were developed externally that they were publishing. So they still own the IPs yeah. for Just Cause, Outriders, and Life is Strange. They sold all of this for $300 million, which is like nothing. Yeah. yeah so that's that's like Tomb Raider, Deus Ex. Uh, Specifically, the, the ones that were like highlighted in the press release were Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, and Legacy of Kane. Oh no, not Legacy of Kane. I have Defiance on Xbox and I might play it one day. When when was the last Legacy of Kane game? It was yeah, probably Exactly. That. And well, so that makes the question like are are the, they making on a new Legacy of Kane game? <laughs> Didn't they recently port it to like the Switch or something? Isn't one of them on there? Yeah, like, they did through that library. They did yeah. some ports or something of some sort. So there's trickle of coins coming in from the so the studios that have been sold are idos crystal dynamics which recently uh announced the uh tomb raider game uh and then square enix montreal which did like the hitman go games like all those go mobile games Um, and then idos obviously like deus ex um yeah not i'm not like super surprised because it seemed like whenever there were there was like poor sales. Square Enix just blamed their North America studios. Yeah. And like poor sales being like, ah, oh, this only sold 2.8 million. Exactly. Yeah. Lame. Exactly. Like, what? That's probably more than a lot of your other stuff, but okay. 300 million <laughs> seems like just like a fire sale. Like we just need these gone. We need these off the books and out of here. See, I was going to come here asking too, is it really like low or is it just that other ones have been so high that comparatively 300 million is not nothing like that's a lot of money. And like but we're not talking about Star Wars or something, which was a billion. Right. Well, the, it's just that every time we hear about some buyouts, it's like just astronomical numbers that don't well, make I sense. I think that's the, ca- the case is like you would think this would be a bit more because they're getting like the Tomb Raider is a big deal, I think. And that's kind of the only thing. Well, Legacy of Kane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You're right. My um, bad. I mean, what else are they getting? Yeah. They're getting Gex. Household names like <laughs> Tomb Raider and Legacy of Kane. Everybody knows those. All I'm saying yeah. is they themselves pointed out Legacy of Kane. Like that is not a joke. It was well regarded in its day. Like people yeah. like it. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is just more of who, Square who Enix. Bracer Group. That sounds sinister. It's like a syndicate. Oh, they're um, they're European Tencent essentially, but like way less big. Oh, okay. 
and they You're and during though, the pandemic, hey. they have just been buying up game studio after game studio. They own quite a bit now. Uh, they own Gearbox. Um, they were THQ Nordic, right? I was gonna say, wasn't that them? Oh, yeah, it, media they own. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm trying to yeah. find like a list of what Embracer Group. Owns. Oh no! So is the THQ branding like a thing of the past completely now? No, THQ Nordic still exists. Nordic Games okay. is what they used to be. My okay, bad. Okay. But yes, it's that. It's those people. At least Just, to begin with. Like, was Life is Strange too successful enough to warrant further things in that area? Do you mean Life is Strange uh, True Colors, the most game? recent one? True yeah. Colors. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes. Well, it, it, that was developed by an outside studio. They were only publishing that. So that's why that didn't yeah, so go with this sale. They can't same with sell Outriders, it. <laughs> same with Just Cause. They were only publishing. They, it wasn't internal. Oh, like developed. Don't Nod or whatever owns it? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm. Embracer also owns like Dark Horse, the comic company. Sure. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, Predator versus Alien comics, dude. They own awesome. Saber Interactive. Um, okay. Like, they're like a big deal, man. I yeah, feel like we're missing part about this story, too. Like, didn't they sell these off specifically because they were trying to use the money to invest in blockchain? Yep. They Well, it, I don't know if oh, it was to it yeah. put the money in blockchain, but it was with the the in, the incentive of we want to start focusing more on blockchain games. The other kind of yes. like speculation <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing from a lot of places is and these are just like rumors, obviously, is is this Square Enix trying to like slim down clear off the books so that they can get purchased. Oh, God. Like the Japanese I mean, division. And then a lot of people are wondering, and Sony will now oh, buy yeah. a just Japanese-only studio? I mean, Square Enix has always hated the West, though. They've always been but, like, we only yeah. care about our Japanese studios. Right. They've, but here's the thing. Sony's been pivoting to like a more North American audience. Like they literally shut down their major like Japanese branch. Sony's the only company I can't see buying them unless it's just to rebolster up that market. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, then Sony would have like Final Fantasy right underneath them, right? Yeah. And they do, they have that deal with Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do and you I think Microsoft was in them. talks at any point to buy it? Square? Probably. Yeah, probably at some point, right? Hmm. Just, yeah, something to speculate. Nathan, what were you saying? Well, now I'm just thinking, like, what does this mean for 7 Part 2 or whatever? Like, is that well underway? Probably any day now. Oh. Able to play that. I don't think yeah. it's any day now. I mean, I think 16 is going to come out before that. Oh, yeah. I, no, I would hope so. Mostly joking how protracted <laughs> yeah. that development cycle was, but... yeah. Okay. Um, the transaction yeah. enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in fields including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. The move is based on the policy of business structure optimization that the company set forth under the medium-term business strategy unveiled on May 13th. So wait, does this oh, mean like year. I'm playing Final Fantasy VII and then my machine is mining coins for Square? <laughs> Not yet. Knows. It could be in the future. Maybe. Okay. Or maybe you want your machine to mine for, you know, you could get cloud coins. Apes. pictures. The more coins you have, the spikier your avatar's hair gets. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm in. I think they're working on a bored ape movie. 
They are. Yes, they yeah. are. I, yeah. I also saw some reports that apparently like spending on NFTs is down considerably. So I don't know what's I going did, on with blockchain in general at the moment, but it's it's a bit of a roller coaster apparently. Hey man, you gotta you gotta ride the dragon if you want to get rich. The internet keeps telling me that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you gotta create your own dragon if you want to get rich. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Fortnite has come to Xbox Cloud Gaming. No membership required. They are also looking at putting more free-to-play games on there, which means Fortnite is now back on iPhones. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Um, and Tim, Tim Tim Sweeney did come out saying, "Hey, we're now on iPhones, and you, we don't have to, you don't have to pay thirty percent to Apple." Uh, so good for him, I guess. Yeah, but they did it. <laughs> They're back. Rope a dope. Yep, that's how you do it. Uh, we talked last week about some of the new E3 replacement uh, shows that were going to be announced. Uh, Keeley gave a date for his Summer Games Fest. That's going to be Thursday, June 9th. And as so a reminder, the E3 time, the Xbox Bethesda one is on the 11th, 12th, 12th, I think. Dude, I'm excited. There's yeah. a good chance that Callisto Protocol is going to be shown off there finally. Do you guys have like some like pie in the sky? I hope this gets shown off at quote unquote E3. Well, Jeff Keighley did the eyes. Callisto Protocol said like we have something to show soon. And then he repeat he replied to that tweet with the like eyes or whatever. Eyes emoji. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Eye emoji. OK. So I'm excited. Yeah. Kotor He's going to fuck that video game. <laughs> Anyway. Yep. <laughs> uh, last week we also talked that Warcraft was going to get a new game announcement, and it was announced. Yep, Warcraft yep. Arc Light Rumble is coming to phones. It was announced in my email. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, this is quote a mobile action strategy game set within the Warcraft universe where collectible minis minis is capitalized. I don't know if that's important. Comes to life to battle in frantic melee skirmishes. Uh, the art style leads me to believe this is a Clash Royale ripoff. Yeah, yeah. I looked at the uh, there's actual gameplay out there, too, and it oh. looks like Clash Royale. Yep. I love Clash Royale, so I'm OK with this. But yeah, I mean, this is what Blizzard does. They take a popular game format and then they put their shit in it. <laughs> so you're excited is what you're saying. I'll play it. Yeah, for sure. OK. All right. I hope other uh, Warcraft fans are equally excited. Because it's probably free, right? I guess I should ask that first. Do I? Have to I don't know. This, this is Blizzard. Shit? I feel like that's a big caveat on that. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it has to be free. Like, do I have to pay for this piece of shit? I mean, all I'm saying, I know, I want words. Like, it's free. This should be free. There's probably agree, some I like mean, microtransaction yeah. stuff. You could probably put like a hat. Oh, totally. On your dude. Yeah, totally. All right, and last, this is some weird news: the Prince of Persia remake continues to be in turmoil as it has now moved studios and it is back at Ubisoft Montreal that was the original developer of Prince of Persia The Sands of Time. Amazing. <laughs> but if people don't remember the roller coaster this game has taken, it was shown off during a Ubisoft Connect, is that what they're called? Live stream? With some pretty poor looking footage, a bunch of people complained and some developers got online and said that's just alpha footage, don't worry about it. Then they delayed this game indefinitely. And now it has moved developers. I remember that people were just like, this looks bad. It's like, oh, it's alpha. What do you mean? It's you said it's coming out in like a month. 
there's no way this is alpha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how is this remake causing so much like struggle and and pain? How has a very this, long game? How has this not been just canceled? It probably I would almost understand canceled. if it was like a trilogy yeah. or something like they're putting out all of them in one big package. But nope, no. it's just the first one. Yeah. Weird. It was a charming game. I like this trilogy a lot. I might say it's the best trilo- of, uh, trilogy on that generation. I think just the eyeshadow with Warrior Within kind of threw me a bit. So much <laughs> that is the weakest angry. one. Two Thrones, though, is so good. Two Thrones is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Two Thrones or does two princes? save how bad Warrior Within kind of is. It is yeah. Two Thrones, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I played Haka Warrior Within on the PSP, you. so I did. that was even worse. Oh, you yep. you won the lottery on that one. Yep. All right. That's news. Let's do some questions. Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address. At TDP Podcast on Twitter is the, is the Twitter. There's also the Discord channel and John's PO Box. <coughs> and Christopher writes, if you had the opportunity to put a life-sized statue of a fictional character into your local park, who would you choose? <coughs> Oh man, Godzilla. Yeah, I was gonna. I was trying to think of like some giant monster as well. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I I was specifically looking around my like room and saw my Godzilla figures. I was like, that doesn't make any sense though. Why would well, that's, Calgary that's the have appeal. that? Exactly. Calgary just wanted to block the airspace with a giant Godzilla statue. Yeah, so okay. like one of the Colossuses or something. Just like. I don't know, towering over everything. See, my idea sounds boring now in relation to these, but it's just like, what is Calgary's thing? Cowboys. Who's a great cowboy? Arthur Morgan. And then it'll be like a weird, like, (laughs) it's for the kids, but also like an old man would walk past it and not think twice about it. It's like, oh, it's like a rancher or whatever. You're right. It would fit. It would blend into the city unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, wasn't this always here? There's just this cowboy (laughs) statue. This guy found it coming up again. Calgary, right? Yeah. Um, I was also kind of going similar thing that Nathan was on Calgary. And then I thought the eyeball monster from Monster Rancher. Yep. Swayzo with like the big mouth and like the tongue. Because of our ranching heritage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I watched Monster Rancher in Calgary. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm gonna I'm gonna then. pick him, and then like the plaque on the bottom would be like if if you put a music CD in there, it makes a different monster come up. That would be cool, different statue. Yep. All right, Jedi writes: Have you ever unintentionally played or watched or read any series in chronological order that was not chronological in its order of release? For example. I happened to watch Temple of Doom first, then Raiders, then Last Crusade, which is chronicle order, even though Raiders was released first. This is easy for me. No, I've never done that. No, I don't think I have. If I'm going to revisit something, I will always start at the beginning. I think the caveat is unintentionally like Stephen King wrote a win through the keyhole for his Dark Tower series later, but it slots in earlier in the chronology of the story. So I read it in that order because it existed you know right unintentionally is though yeah i don't i don't know if i've accidentally stumbled into doing this by like in this very specific way um 
Yeah, I don't think I unintentionally have because it's like if I'm if I'm going into something, I'm usually doing like I'm looking it up in some capacity. Yeah, um, I'm not just like, oh, what's this movie? I'm going to I'm going to put it on like I, I'll be like, I've never heard of this. Let me do a Google. What is this whole thing about? If um, there's any younger people, I could see them watching Star Wars episode Star Wars. one, two and three yeah. first because they were kids and then being yeah. like, hey, and these are cool. Like, Why the don't Hobbit I watch the rest or- something yeah it would, it would probably be more like they, yeah they watch one two and three they watch the hobbit then they go these franchises are terrible i'm not watching any of the rest of this stuff <laughs> but see like even if i was at that age i'm the type of person that i'd be like oh okay this is kind of cool let's start from four because that's like the first one that they've released like yeah. i i'll look it up and then start kind of chronologically of when they're released not i do wonder story. if there is like a kid that comes up and it's like i'm gonna put star wars one on having no recollection or through osmosis knowing that four was the actual first one like they lived in a bubble and their parents would not tell them the truth absolutely no absolutely because there are like, kids in this that house, are six we years respect old jar jar binks but like even even when like the original print even says like episode four a new hope so like when you see the scroll and it says episode four you're like what the heck why yeah does anyone mind if I spoil some of the Final Destination movies? Or yes. Oh, okay. people no, die. No, people no, of die. Co- I don't. I don't care. <laughs> obviously, Just one of the, like the last one they made was secretly a prequel, which was awesome yeah. for long-term fans of that franchise. Which is like, oh, dude, those are the kids from the first movie. At the end of this one, this all started before. So someone could have conceivably been at a movie theater watching that one just because it's a dumb new horror movie out. And inadvertently seen the first chronological entry. That's true. But, yep. Yeah. True. But and they wouldn't even have known because they would have just seen some right. kids and have been like, "Those are kids going home now." Right. Yep. Yeah. I guess so. They yep. wouldn't even understand that what they saw. So, spoilers. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Oh, is it my turn to read or? Uh, it's mine actually. Oh, okay. Kevin writes in and says, "What games have the best AI?" Far Cry. No, I, okay. I see, I, uh, see where you're going with. What's, what's that alien game? Alien Isolation? Destroy All Humans. That, that is an alien game, yeah, yeah with the, the hiding from the... It's pretty yeah. crafty. It'll. I'm hiding in that locker, but it's going to... And you're thinking anyway. of Invaders. Invader Zim? Is there a video game? There's no there's there's Well, there's Nickelodeon All-Star Rumble. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what, and that's what you were thinking oh. of, right? Yep. Yeah, great AI in that. I just wanted to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best. But, you know, um, I was trying. I was trying to think like what would like. It's like them reacting really well in battle and hiding behind things and flushing me out with grenades and stuff like that. Like that's that's kind of where I was going. But yeah, like Souls games are hard. I don't know if the AI is great. It's pretty simple. It's just how it's arranged. You know what AI yeah. the like like of that big shark monster that kicked my ass in Bloodborne. You know, <laughs> like is it oh like AI? the enemies? Oh, I yeah. see what you mean. He does that wriggling attack and then close the distance really fast. And does the um I forget what the term is, but the one for uh, Left for Dead count the like the game director or whatever they call. Oh them? yeah, the oh, director. Yeah. I mean that would be AI. Yeah, yeah. That is actually an issue. Yeah, that was making that game fresh for a long time. I mean, hey, if there's any like robots in the future looking back at this podcast, it's whatever our robot overlords are. You are clearly the best AI. Um, yep. In, They're in my, my favorite. My heart. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought there was two questions to this, but what is the most cursed game mod you've seen? This is from Linebeck. 
I've been enjoying the posts I've been seeing recently about uh, Stardew Valley. I, I was going to say yeah. the same thing. And I was about to yeah, say, I can't Stardew tell if, this is, if these are real or it's a meme and people are making they're, Okay. They're real. Okay. So uh, at the very beginning of Stardew Valley, you get a letter from your grandpa. You come see him and he's sick in bed. But people keep making mods of specifically that scene of grandpa in bed and keep changing weird things about it. Like one turns grandpa into the bed. One gets like completely empties the room. So grandpa's gone. Like it's just like this one, weird like, like two family members are playing ping pong on grandpa in bed. Yeah, it's just like this weird <laughs> like this is the dumbest thing to mod. But like it's also amazing that they've committed so hard to this. Yeah, are they trying to keep grandpa alive in their headcanon or something? Or is it just funning around? I think it's just funning around because he I mean, he he's going to die when he dies. Right. But I guess that's so. not going to stop this stop ping pong that. game. <laughs> or the fact that he is the bed. <laughs> One was like, know, he's in the letter, so they replaced the bed with a giant letter. Uh, yeah, th- those are pretty funny. Uh, cursed, though? So, cursed, because aesthetically it's weird. Any of the Resident Evil mods where you can, they tune up the expressions to like 5,000%. And their faces are just like warping within each other when they're smiling and talking. That does sound awful. The, that's that's great. Uh, mechanically, dude, cats instead of zombies and Left for Dead is the worst. Oh god, because their hitboxes were so messed <laughs> their up. Small hitboxes. Mechanically, it's like so uh, cursed. I remember Resident when the Resident Evil Two remake came out. A lot of people switched out. Um, who is the big guy chasing you? Mr. X. Mr. X for, for like Thomas the Tank Engine. That's a yeah. good one with the theme song playing and everything. Yeah. I don't know that that's cursed. Well, it's kind of scary. It's, actually. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like, the, song like Skyrim's Macho Man, uh, Randy Savage Dragon mod. That's another cursed that, one. That is highly cursed. That one. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one where it was like Tim Allen sound effects everywhere and on the walls? Oh, yeah. They, they replaced every texture and every Doom. sound effect in Doom, Doom yeah. with, with Tim, Tim Allen's Allen. face and the, the uh, noise. Yeah. I watched like half of one second of that because it was the worst. <laughs> Because you and because you couldn't yeah you were laughing too much you're like I need to pause this or I'll I'll just die. I was peeing my pants. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I had to run. Yep. Anything come to mind for you, Nathan? No, I don't mod things <laughs> enough. Okay. No. Yeah. I'm glad you guys had answers. The Phantom Asius writes: In this hypothetical scenario, you are given a chance to have any console be made for you as a special edition version, exclusively to yourself. Which console will you choose? For example, a special edition Sean Xbox. Can we change things about it? I guess. Or is it tailored exactly to what you want? So. Okay, so I feel like like you can change a bit, but you can't be like, this is a GameCube that plays PS5 games and also every game made. This is the Paul box. I mean, why? (laughs) I can. I literally do that with my Wii U. Well, I just feel like that's against the spirit. You should, you, yeah, you could no. do, maybe you could do like it's a GameCube with two handles because I have two hands. This is the Paul box. Yeah, exactly. No, I was thinking like a Switch that is actually modern hardware. Okay. Yeah, that's the problem. It's just like I would probably want modern hardware so it, you would actually use it on the regular. Yeah. Like I would love to have like a custom Game Boy Advance or something like that. But at the same time, it's just like 
Uh, I don't take my Game Boy Advance around everywhere because I would be afraid of it breaking because you can't get a replacement. The Switch, you can get a replacement. That's true. Yep. I personally probably would still go with the GameCube because it's a pretty formative console for me. Um, sure. And I also want to hold up this orange GameCube. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, okay. Just my wife, Brittany, kind of took the guts out of a Japanese one or an American one, put it in a Japanese shell. So it's like out of region color scheme. So nice. It's not custom. And custom you keep it on your lap at all times. It. Yeah, I just bring it around with me. Yeah, so. it has that <laughs> handle. It's You're actually, supposed it to. It's convenient. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I, I don't have a specific console, but I just want more see through colors. Just bring okay. that back. Yeah, Game Boy good. Colors. Yeah, I, mean, I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what I want technically exists because I want basically like a Game Boy Color, but it plays Game Boy Advance games and everything else. And the analog that's pocket. just the analog pocket. Yeah. That's yep. I want the analog pocket. Yep. Yep. You can have it. It can be yours. I no, I am out. in the pre-order list, but I don't yeah. get it until like Christmas. So. I kind of want like a Game Boy, but like it also has like a crank. For when you want to just like, <laughs> oh, did you get your play to keep it powered up? I'm still waiting. From what I understand, they're in the like 4800s, and I'm in the 6000s for order numbers. Mm. So, a oh, couple, couple You're more. Next, uh, the honest answer for me is a PlayStation because that was my formative console, probably. Um. Okay, Sukusuka writes, one of my favorite details about the original Deus Ex is that it had an unusual difficulty setting, realistic, which made damage more like how a real person would take it, and consequently made enemies just as squishy. What's your favorite offbeat difficulty setting in a video game? Uh, I liked 007 mode difficulty. It's what you unlock for beating the game on the hardest difficulty normally. It let you customize everything like you could yeah. customize how much damage you could take, how much damage enemies could take. Uh, you could make it so that all enemies shot rockets like it was just like this nonsensical mess. You can make the game completely unplayable or like completely custom. That's pretty good. Does mirror mode in Mario Kart count? Yeah, I liked when they introduced that. That was pretty cool. I don't have a better answer than that, though. What I came up with was like the kind of modability of the chips in your automata where it's like I said, oh, yeah. easy, but it's like, this is stupid. This is too easy. But then you could like turn off auto fighting and all that stuff to make it at least a little more engaging. I see. OK, um, yeah. Yeah. Just a customizable element of it. I don't really have a good answer for this one. I can't really. Did think one of, of the anything. dead islands have like a permadeath mode? Uh, Yes. Yeah, I don't probably. know if that would be good, but I'm curious about it. I don't know. My experience with Dead Island is that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the thing the that everyone combat. loved until the actual game came out. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's mine from Dead. How many times a day do you brush your teeth? I Once try twice. to twice, but yeah. I, sometimes I miss in the morning because I'm in a rush. Oh, really? I'm yeah. there's it's too no matter what there's no way I'm not brushing my teeth no matter what I will always brush my teeth before going to bed no matter what but yeah. I'm the same as Paul I will just sometimes forget in the morning or I'll just be like I'll just use mouthwash because I'm in a rush I'll just admit to being a one brush guy I'm wow terrible apparently yeah. holy smokes just, always do it but once uh, I should water pick more also but it's so loud 
and I go to bed late. I so always make I, a mess with the water pick. I hate water pick. So I don't yeah, have a water floss. pick. I just floss. I got the like floss, like the easy floss the, like, ones, the comb ones. Yeah, yeah, those ones yeah. rock. Um, yeah, so I use. I don't floss as much as I should. Um, I don't think anyone flosses as much as they should. Not even dentists. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, the idea of not brushing twice would it would break my mind. Like it's just been that like back boring. when I was I'm, in school. I, so it I'm was not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You need to go ahead, Nathan. Oh, no, it was just it was easy to be like, well, I'll freshen up before I go somewhere and then I'll or like, I guess work would be the comparable. But I always had like afternoon evening shifts. So I just got out of the habit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like the pandemic and always having to go with a mask everywhere combined with working from home. It's just, I always I'm sometimes like, yeah, no one's going to smell my breath no one bad and then i'm like oh god i smell my breath what am i doing and then kind of like i should <laughs> See, go back and brush my teeth yeah i was more anal about it actually because i had to wear a mask <laughs> and then you could smell your breath yeah because then it's like then the morning one never was missed because i had to live with myself mine's just like <laughs> can we do like a little census of like electric toothbrush manual like who's doing what electric, electric yeah electric manual yeah, okay Okay. I was manual until recently, but my dentist uh, I actually damaged my gums with electrical. I was I've pressing too hard yeah. with them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dentist said, like, like you should be using electrical, but you have to do it softer. And every time I tried, it was just like, you're just doing more damage. I'm like, screw it. I will just use manual because I feel more comfortable and in control. Sure. See, the not, the not doing it twice for me is like, I will just have, like, some anxiety of, like, if you let your teeth go bad, that is a, a money hole that will just go forever from what I've been told. So it's like, I got to be on top of that. Mm. That's true. I but mean, I'm going right. to ruin, ruin your life right now and say that even if you do, you can still go in a money hole from your teeth. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, and like as someone who just got a root canal, like yeah, I, I get it. But like, I got to yeah. I got to try and prevent as much as I can. Some precaution I get. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I time travel a bit with the questions? Because I read them <laughs> earlier, and there was one I really wanted to answer that got erased. Isn't okay, there a, what? Only two uh, Well, there was one from I'm3D Homer that was maybe a cheeky question, but it was, what makes a special edition special? And okay. I just wanted to point out these Dead Rising artifacts. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there was a pen okay. shaped like a syringe. Uh, the Zombrax. Practical. Yeah. 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 All and right. then this great stationery that looks like a doctor's pad. So I have that. Prescribe yep. things, but it's just your grocery list, you know? But you yep. need those donuts or whatever. So you put them on there. Have you tried to fake a prescription with that? I've never tried to fake a prescription <laughs> with that. Have you? Can you on this podcast admit to forgery, please? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I will not admit that. It also came with an art book, which is very standard. But I think yeah. what's special about a special edition is something you'll actually use. Like uh, the so, yeah. Catherine Boxers. Like the Catherine boxers, which I did wear. Uh, so I think they're still somewhere, but they're not. Those weirdly not get brought up more often than you would think on it's this really podcast. Strange. It's really strange. It's a, it's little a concerning. strange addition. It was a strange thing yeah. to get. Yep. But I'll, I'll read my like designated question. Rasterman seven. When was the last time you bought a game and played it immediately after? Burnout Ooh. revenge. Does, <laughs> like I'm going to assume kick. testing doesn't count because I do that a fair amount uh yeah no that doesn't count because I, I, like I also the, do the spirit that of this is like you have so much excitement you're just like i'm playing this as yeah. soon as possible i'm like yada yada 
Um, how does this work for Game Pass? Because I will download something and play it immediately if I can. I feel like that counts. Like the minute you can get access to it and then you play it. I mean, Trek to Yomi would be it, but I have to do this. So you can't say it then. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't immediately. Uh, yep. What was the last thing? Oh, gross. It was probably Bug Snacks DLC. I mean, okay, to be <laughs> fair, like we we enjoy bug snacks on this podcast i know you like yeah bug but snacks. i want a better answer than that i mean when rogue legacy released released in 1.0 i reinstalled and played immediately for like hours so probably that realistically it's probably pacross for me usually i'm like oh hey the new pacross came out i'll buy it and start it uh other than that it might be mario golf sure would like the Halo 2 season count? Because like when that launched, I bought it and played some multiplayer. I think like so. Like day of it yeah. coming out? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's, it's over that for me. <clears throat> uh, and last question from VGC Kenny. Buckle up. Uh, one day <laughs> your, your inherent anomaly sensing is... T- sorry. Your inherent anomaly sensor is tingling. You're not right. sure what it is at first, but felt that the change was big. You figure it out when you look into Pokemon Red and Blue and see not Charizard and Blastoise, but Cinderace and Inteleon. Oh, no, it's a Pokemon question. OK, <laughs> it's a favorite, too. <laughs> yeah. You look into it further and find that as of Gen 8, all the Pokemon gens, you know, are in backwards order in terms of Pokemon. Also, and I because I know you're going to ask. Dark steel and fairy types are in the game from the beginning. So let's just get I that out of the way. I was definitely going to ask that. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Further, <laughs> sorry, further digging leads you to see that there are only that those are the only things that changed. Kanto is still Kanto. The Game Boy does Game Boy stuff and all quality of okay. life stuff happens when it does. Aside okay. from the series mascot now being more Peko. <laughs> Right. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm looking that one up. I played that gen and I don't know. What else changes about this world? Oh, that that's what that thing's called? Okay, that you know what? That's fair. Yeah, I've seen that thing before. So do they Wait, mean our I've, world where this happened this way or the game? Because So Gen really- so yeah, now so Gen 8, Pokemon Sword and Shield, all the Pokemon in that one were in red and blue. So Gen 8 is Gen 1, so it's now a Game Boy game inverted yeah yeah okay. all the pokemon have been swapped basically but everything else is the same so it's you're still kanto but you're still talking to professor oak but he's giving you your choice between the sword and shield starters okay, okay and the quality of life stuff happens when it does meaning same like, time the changes yeah. like the yeah. game's getting more like in depth is happening so in the poke walker like, happened at the same time yeah yeah the different generation. just the poke walkers now tied to the gen 7 remake on the ds Okay. Right. Yeah. So obviously, as you know, you can't put like a Geo dude in there, but instead you could put insert rock Pokemon here. Okay. Right. Which we all which I, we all know off the top of our heads. I was um, just going to iterate on their premise of just like there would probably be a Detective Morpico movie instead of what actually happened. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. So Ryan, have, wait, what about what about Mimikyu, the Pokemon that literally mimics Pikachu? That's going to be weird because Pikachu's not introduced for like another like. 10 years at that honestly point. that's kind of so awesome he was though. the original like <laughs> we had this fun yeah. gag for eight years that you and then finally popped up and it's like holy shit that's the one that and would be actually pretty rat. cool 
I do want to quickly go back to Nathan and his infinite box of treasures that he keeps beside him. Because I think it's every well, if you topic look at the questions had. ahead of time, you can like go and get props. I love that you have props. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes for a good audio experience for those yeah. people for sure. <laughs> Yeah, just know there's a bonus thing happening. Like the Maybe best I got is video. every, you know, three episodes, I bring up this Game Boy Micro that I have on my desk, but that's the same one over and over again. That ha- that does get brought up more than you would think, too, yeah. actually. But not as much as the, as the Catherine Boxers. No, that got brought up last week. Still weird. Like, legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> so another good point is Evie isn't at the start either, so we get all of the evolutions for it. Oh, that's super weird. Dripped in piecemeal. <laughs> oh, weird. Hmm. Uh, my life even... doesn't change at all. Okay. I, I was hoping this would like <clears throat> somehow impact Nintendo in a very positive way because it would be so much weirder earlier and they would make more money during the Pokemon craze. And then Yamauchi well, could have bought the Seattle Supersonics and kept them in Seattle. Or would uh, people that's... hate them more because they're like, this is only Gen 2 and they have a trash pokemon yeah like, like jesus they're already <laughs> ran out of ideas like the oh you think one? they would have like exhausted their i like goodwill earlier because it's dumber ideas <laughs> why, dumber why ideas. do all these ideas look like european pokemon but why are we in japan <laughs> yeah exactly mm. but so then there's the question be like why are these pokemon getting like more basic in their design or it's, yeah. <laughs> and, and then nintendo's trying to be like but you don't get it like it's more streamlined like it, this is the way it should be they're, they're getting better the designs are actually getting better more pure it's just it's basically just a what is that animal psyduck psyduck, psyduck. So much. seal platypus yeah, seals, robin chat yeah why are they turning into animals that exist ekans. <laughs> yeah. what's up with ekans it's just snake backwards oh yeah. shit it's that would probably back. be like yeah. they're fucking run out of ideas these lazy <laughs> yeah, you're writers right. they just put snake backwards these idiots <laughs> You're right, actually, yeah. Yeah, no, I retract it. It, Nothing changes. They've always been weird (laughs) about that. Yeah. I had to look up Morpico for this. It actually wouldn't... Detective would work. Detective Morpico? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Ryan Reynolds' voice would come out of that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd still watch that. I don't know who he's hanging out with, though. I guess that happened pretty late in the evolution anyway. So... It would probably be mostly the same. Do you guys know what a cin- Cinderace is? Yeah. Yeah, that's that I do. The, the rabbit. Soccer rabbit. Okay. Cool. Nathan, did you know that? No, I, I don't know so much about okay. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, this is a bewildering premise. Um, that's going to do it for questions this week. Again, if you want to send in questions for the show, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Um, Sea of Thieves, why not? Yeah, Kirby. <coughs> it's the last week that it can get it, and it deserves it. Probably KOTOR 2 for this week, despite its wonkiness. Okay. Still pretty engaging. And Good mine is starter dungeon. Stanley Parable for me. Yeah. Um, Some things to look forward to. Secret of Monkey Island is this month's TDP Plus game. Uh, so look forward to that at the end of the month. And if you are a TVP uh, listener, uh, we did a severance episode over the weekend and that's live that you can check out in our next episode, uh, which will be. In two, two Mondays from now? from now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be mm-hmm. on the new Doctor Strange movie. 
Uh, Nathan, thanks for joining us. What do you got going on? Oh, we're doing uh, Will Ferrell movies over on our show. Do you love Will Ferrell? Everybody, like here? Anchorman Big fan, uh, not Anchorman. It oh, was too Anchorman two, big and popular. Yeah, so we did Blades of Glory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! Movie. Yeah. Wow! Kicking and screaming. We did do kicking and screaming. Okay, we got an episode up for that. Old school. Oh. He's a soccer dad. We didn't go as far back as old school. We we have Bewitched on there though. Which, oh uh, my god, Step Brothers. Oh, uh, I don't think we're going to include Step Brothers this time around. What's it's the What's the one with also. Emma Thompson uh, with fiction? Stranger Than Fiction? Stranger Than Fiction was brought up, but instead we're going with Everything Must Go for our sad Will Ferrell movie. I don't know that uh, one. He's, I know, he's he's got to sell all his stuff because he had a messy divorce. It's it's going to be real fun. What, is it Daddy's so Home? Is that, is that the one with Mark Wahlberg? Uh, that is and, a and that Mel is Gibson, with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I shot one? that one down. Actually, my friend okay. wanted to do that. One. Are you doing Daddy's Home too? Like, I think we're doing the other guys for the Mark Wahlberg. Other team. guy, other guys is pretty good. Yeah, aim for the bushes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's my favorite gag in that movie. So <laughs> I look forward to talking about. It. But <laughs> yeah, movie, our shows. <laughs> the movie starts so good, and then I feel like it just gets worse. But that first, well, I feel like, like it peaked minutes. right there. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, well, the rest of this is fine, I guess. But that was the funniest thing you did. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, uh, that's but yeah. OK. Videos, the show we're on the podcast platforms now. So if anyone wants to tune into that, all of these things will happen. <laughs> so semi pros coming up soon. The basketball movie, the basketball one, because uh, okay. the playoffs are going on right now. So, right. Seattle Supersonic. Yeah. Just bringing it up whenever I can. Hey, thanks for being on the show, Nathan. Thanks for being on the show, Paul and John. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. And you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for hosting, Sean. Thank you. And viewers like you. Thanks for putting together a show, Sean. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Zombrex pen. Brought to you by Zombrex, (laughs) uh, the only drug you need for COVID. Well, since since Nathan's doing it. Yeah, you you have a Zombrex pen? No, I have the Dead Rising 3 chainsaw sledgehammer pen. Oh, mine. awesome. Okay. It's a good combo weapon. Yeah, you, you take um, the chainsaw off and then it's a pen. I have the Disney Infinity Drax figure. There you go. How the hell do you do this? Is it just a cap or just take it off? Oh, yeah, the, 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 saw, the whole saw is a cap. It's, oh. I think it's supposed to twist. Sorry for gotcha. all the visual gags this week. Yeah, there we <laughs> yeah. go. Actually, I've never written with it. Hold on. I mean, it's probably the ink's probably drying that thing by now. Oh no! I mean, it it's okay. Like, like we all stopped recording, right? This isn't live. Here's Michelangelo no. it, as a Ninja Turtle. It has the like wax tip on it to Ranger. keep it safe. This is a collector's item. This will still Michelangelo work. Michelangelo as a Ninja Turtle as a Power Ranger. Did that yeah, happen? So there's a there's a comic book series where the Ninja Turtles became Power Rangers. April's the Pink Ranger. Mikey's the Yellow One. And yeah, like it's just like a whole weird crossover thing. Okay. We should not just keep showing stuff. We should go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bro. See you guys next week. Bye.